my name is Ashley Peterson. I'm the editor-in-chief of The Saber, and you are listening to The Saber Squad on 88.5 FM WCUG. And today I have with me in the virtual studio again, uh, Miss Macy Frazier, uh, who is actually next semester going to be our senior copy editor. How are you doing, Macy? I'm doing so well. Hey, everyone who's listening. <laughs> yes. And so you are going to be telling us a couple things today. Um, and I just want to mention, this will be the last recording that we do before Thanksgiving. Um, and just right off the bat, I would love to encourage everyone to be safe. Uh, I would, you know, doctors have really discouraged traveling, um, you know, still have a wonderful time. Um, and actually in our November issue, we have some tips on, you know, how to have a Thanksgiving that's smaller or alone, things like that. So yeah, definitely put safety first, um, but I still think people can have a good time. Just wanted to get that out of the way up front. Um, but yes, so Macy, you have something to tell us about that I think is pretty neat and uh, encompasses a lot of the university, actually. And so do you want to kind of tell us what you're going to be talking about today? Yeah, absolutely. So um, Project ARIA is this really cool collaboration between... Um, three departments in the College of the Arts. It's um, the music department, the dance department, and animation. Um, and it was brought about by Dr. Joshua May. He, um, he was just looking at all the student submissions over the summer because like, you know, everyone had to get creative. For performance-based classes, you still have to show progress and find a way to create during the pandemic. Um, and he was just looking at all the students' submissions and was like, wow, we've, we've still been doing things. Let's, let's work together and try to create something. So that's kind of like how it got started. Um, and he talked to Professor Amy Taylor and Demetrius Dukes. Um, Amy is in the, uh, she's in charge of the dance department and Demetrius is in charge of animation in, um, the I think it's the art department yes yes <laughs> yeah and um yeah they, they thought it was a great idea used some of their upper level classes to um everyone has an aria and um these students are grouped together some dance some animation some opera in each group to just create something beautiful with each aria. Ashley, are you, did you say that you were also a part of that? Yes, I do. That? I do need to disclose. Um, I am actually part of the dance section of that. Um, so that's been a really neat uh, thing to be working on. And whenever, um, you know, in dance and the theater uh, classes, we refer to professors by their first name, just for anybody who's listening who, oh, you yeah. know, if you don't do that in other departments, but Amy, um, Amy Taylor, um, she brought this to us in our dance composition class. Um, and, you know, it sounded very daunting at first, um, but it's basically the dance part of it is choreographing an original piece to, uh, and, yeah, an opera aria. And so it's using songs that folks from Schwab are singing, and we are kind of interpreting that into, you know, a dance. And it has to be, you know, modern style. So we can't use like 
specific ballet terms or things like that. It all has to be original. Um, but I mean, I'm so happy that you're here to talk about it today because I only know that part of it, you know? Like I only know what we did and we recorded a few dances and stuff, um, obviously wearing masks and having everybody very, very far apart. Um, and just like solo on stage, you know? And so we don't know how that's all gonna be integrated together. I have seen like nothing from the animation side of it. So I'm really interested to hear about that. Yeah, so um, in the article, or at least Dr. May sent me some stills of like the animation and I'm still gonna be super surprised when it's released because I, I think the most fascinating part about this project is that it's abstract, like, um, of course, there's still lyrics and there's meaning behind it, but it's not like they're just trying to tell what's happening in the lyrics. It's like all the emotion and the heart of the aria behind it. Like in, in the article, you'll see Dr. May's quotes about that. But um, I talked to some of the animation students too about um, the dance elements and how they would be utilizing that. And um, apparently that has helped them inspire some of the abstract shapes that they put in, I don't know, it might be the background or the forefront, I guess we're gonna see. Um, but another like fascinating thing about animation students is that usually they are their own actors. Like when they animate a scene, they've got to figure out, like they'll, they'll like film themselves doing what they're trying to animate. But this time they got dance students. And um, actually, did you know that the opera students also got to wear a mocap suit. Yeah, tell us about that. I did peek at your article a little bit. <laughs> I will not lie. Um, but yeah, definitely, like, how did that work? So um, I know at least Hannah, she's, uh, I can't remember her last name, but Hannah, an opera student, she put on the motion capture suit and she performed her opera. So. It was like just the gesture she's making as the soloist. Um, and it was just fascinating talking to everybody. I can't express how wonderful it was to hear everybody talk about this collaboration because uh, Ty Johnson, another student, he talked about, uh, opera student, he talked about um, how he had this idea of what his aria was, but then he got to see what choreography was being used and like what the animation students were doing and it influenced how he saw his own song and it kind of influenced how he did it for the final project or final presentation. Yeah and that's what's so interesting too is like I believe that none of these arias are in English, which tracks. Um, so, you know, like you said, there are lyrics, but there's still a lot of interpretation. You know, I looked up what the lyrics to my song were and stuff, or rather, you know, the meaning of the opera it comes from and stuff, but there's still so much to interpret there. And like, you know, what does it sound like when they're saying these things? And it's just like, yeah, like you said, it's so fascinating just to see how these things will all work together because they're radically different mediums, you know? Like, yes. so like everybody has a different way of looking at their art. So when presented with this, everybody who's working on it is going to have a different way of approaching it. And I think it's beautiful that everyone was able to bring that together. Uh, I'm so excited to see this. It um, just 
to get the information out there. It's going to be live streamed. We're putting a image of the poster in the article. It has a QR code so you can scan it and don't miss out on that. Um, several of the other arias that are like duets and ensemble are going to be released every month starting January, February, March, leading up to a live performance um, that I'm not sure if that's going to be this semester's work or if it's going to be next semester because I believe Dr. May uh, plans to continue this collaboration in the future. Um, yeah, but his his biggest thing was that this is this pandemic has caused us to approach art in a different way. And he's hoping that this kind of thing will help feed into like other kinds of performance. Right, because you know, you, you are also a theater student, right? Yeah. And so I think you know the struggle of trying to do these performances and things and yeah. just kind of filming them and have people watch them. It feels very passive. But when, you know, we are presenting this that is so many different things and also a whole other piece of it that we haven't really talked about is editing, <laughs> you know, they're yeah. going to be spl spliced together and that in itself is a whole other um, expertise that's going to be brought to it. So it's like four different things uh, all intersecting in a really interesting way. And just, yeah, we kind of need stuff like that, I think, right now that can kind of revitalize how we look at our things like this because it is has been really hard I think it has taken a toll particularly on you know performance students uh, and you know art students to try to present our work in this way but still making it safe and interesting and feel like people can interact with it you know yeah and I think I I've taken a couple theater classes where the professor has had this mentality, but also, and I've taken dance composition with Amy before too, and she purposefully tries to put limitations on you because when you have those limitations, you're forced to be more creative. And I think that's what this pandemic has been doing with our arts department, because like, we can't have traditional performances, but this, is something new and beautiful and it's causing everybody to have to think about different ways to perform. Um, yeah, I, I am really excited to see what the industry is going to look like. I, I honestly think we're going to have a boom after this. I hope so. You know, obviously, just want to put out there, wish that the pandemic was not going on, obviously, yeah. but I think it's good that we can take any kind of positives from it um and you know try to also grow from it as well so yeah it's going to be so interesting did you have anything else that you wanted to tell us about project aria or just you know any of the things that you talked about with people who are involved in it um honestly they just talked about so many incredible things that i know as soon as this is over i'm gonna be like oh i should have talked about that too but that's all that's coming to my brain right now. Um, yeah. <laughs> well, awesome. I mean, I just really appreciate you coming here. I mean, also just doing your work of talking to so many people who are involved in it. Yeah. It's a gigantic undertaking if you think about all of the individuals who are involved from each department. So I appreciate you getting out there and, you know, doing that work and really getting the story for us. Thanks. Yeah, it was, it was 
a pleasure. It really was. Bless. Well, like I said, folks, I would just really encourage you to, you know, be safe in this next week and obviously beyond. And feel free to watch that premiere on December 7th. Uh, I think it's going to be really, really interesting. There's still a lot I don't know about it and I'm involved. Um, so it's going to be cool. And I would just encourage people across the board to keep being creative and, you know, keep trying to do the things that excite you. So. Thank you for listening to The Saber Spot on 88.5 FM WCUG. The Saber Spot was produced with the cooperation of the student staff of 88.5 WCUG Cougar Radio and the CSU Department of Communication Department Chair, Dr. Gibson. Dr. Bruce Getz is WCUG's faculty advisor. Thank you to Joe Miller, Saber faculty advisor. You can listen to this show and other shows like No Strangers Here on 88.5 FM, TuneIn, or SoundCloud. Just search our call letters WCUG.